Welcome to Her Fantasy Football, the podcast with three sisters talking all football. Her Fantasy Football can now be heard on our new home, Blog Talk Radio, that is brought to you by National Gridiron Network. You can also check us out on iTunes or on the web at HerFantasyFootball.com and follow us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. Ooh, we're into week nine. Oh, things are getting dicey. Real dicey. We have another bye week with six teams on bye. Ah! Killer weeks. Some goodies, too. I mean, Jacksonville Jaguars and New York Giants. I know we're all stressing out about those teams. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of awesome teams, Ashley, anything in more money, more problems? Not a whole, whole lot this week. We've got um, the Dolphins offensive lineman, Martin who is rather angry about some prank that his fellow offensive lineman uh, played on him, and he actually, like, walked out. What? Walked out of the tape. Yeah, so they had pulled some prank, and it happened in the Dolphins' lunchroom, and uh, basically it was said that the O-lineman made fun of him, and he snapped. He left the team this week and is listed as doubtful for Thursday night's game. Whoa! Yeah. It doesn't say what the prank was, per se. (laughs) But it's got to be pretty bad just, like, up and peace out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So another news we got, you know, Alden Smith is out of treatment uh, for his, you know, substance abuse issues. So that's good. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jared Allen says he has no hard feelings towards the Vikings over trade talk. I mean, Jared Allen is just like like the class act, period. He's like... Nope. I'm happy where I am. I love my team. I've got a great relationship with coach and with the GM and yada yada, um, which is nice to hear since, you know, nobody wants to possibly be, you know, trade bait. And Maybe Ray if Rice. you play for the Vikings. <laughs> yeah. If you wanted to be traded. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're like, are you feeling okay that you're still on this team? Like, are you okay yeah. with that? <laughs> Maybe that's the appropriate question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you okay with it? Just want to make sure. Uh, but interesting enough, so did you guys were aware of this whole like issue with Ray Rice allegedly spitting in uh, someone's face? No. Uh... Yeah, so allegedly he, f- you know, spat on a Phil Taylor. And I guess they got into this little bit of, you know, kind of a confrontation. And Ray Rice is basically saying, hey, I didn't mean to spit on you. I had my mouthpiece in. Things get messy. I'm sorry. Uh, and they looked into it, and it was inconclusive. So he didn't get fined or suspended or anything, but it seems to be causing a little bit of uh, r- little ruffled some feathers still on that one. <laughs> yeah, I I'm guess. Sure, I'm sure Sue's like, hey, you know, I just step on a guy's head and I get fined, and you spit on someone. <laughs> Walking away with no problem. <sighs> too good, too yeah. good. And then really, it's just been interesting. I'm sure you guys all saw the, like, Des Bryant meltdown. The cheerleader on the sideline. That's what I call him. I'll talk about the fantasy implications of that, but yes, I did take a notice to that. Yes. So it's been very interesting because, you know, you've got Ryan Clark, who thinks that the Des backlash is unfair. Witten has basically come forth and been like, 
no, I have no problem with Dez. You know, when you play, you want to play with guys like Dez because he's got such passion. And uh-huh. it's just nice to see someone that matches my passion for the game. And I want to be like, it did not look like you were pleased with the amount of passion he was matching on the sideline. <laughs> um, it's been quite the controversy. I don't know if you guys were watching when um, was it Keyshawn Johnson and uh, your favorite boy Hasselback were like, getting into it i did see like that. it got heated i didn't like, see that heated yeah because he was like Ooh. i'm just glad you weren't my quarterback yeah i'm glad none of you guys are my quarterback so i was pointing at all of them i was like whoa i mean it is causing just like anger across the league this whole it's it's been very polarizing it's very interesting so wow. i'll be intrigued to see what you have to say about it brad I mean, when we talk about the cowboys oh yeah well, and not to add something, but you did see this Brandon Merriweather quote, right? About Brandon Marshall? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so Ashley, good. this is personal to you because what some people don't know is that Ashley used to hang out with the Broncos a little bit back when Brandon Marshall was Bronco. So Brandon Marshall basically said that Brandon, Brandon Merriweather should be suspended and that he, you know, maybe guys like that shouldn't even be in the league. So Brandon Merriweather was asked about it, and his quote was, he feels like I need to be kicked out of the league. I feel like people who beat their girlfriends should get kicked out, too. Yeah. (laughs) See, that was interesting, because I will don't know that uh, Mr. Brandon Marshall has, like, nine or so domestic violence charges against him. Back when he was a Bronco, at least. Now, granted, at the time, the source, I was uh, dating somebody on the team for a few years, says that it's unfounded that the girlfriend was crazy and actually Jay Cutler stepped in and had Brandon Marshall move in with him because they were just trying to pull him away from this crazy girl or whatever. He said, she said, I can't say anything. All I know is that it's got to be pretty bad if you got nine charges against you. Grand well, like- I think they're still together and he was going through a bunch of mental illness issues which he fessed up to and said, hey, I, you know, and he's gotten help and he's medicated. and So anyway, it's kind of a low blow to a guy who's like, admitted he had problems at the same time i'm all against domestic violence so that's I'm not all sure he's one to cast out comments to people Absolutely they should be kicked not. out of i mean no. brandon marshall throws freaking pity parties all the time he's been pretty good this year actually i'm, I'm a little disappointed it's been boring he's been boring yeah why isn't he more <laughs> annoying right. I, don't, I don't know maybe it's because jay isn't out there either i mean they both have been boring Married. They're both married. I guess so. Did Brandon Woman. Marshall marry his girlfriend finally? I'm, I'm pretty sure they got married. They married I'm a not long sure. Time. I don't. I'm not sure it's the same girl though, Brandon. Well, he mentioned know. the other night on Thursday night that he's they've been together and that she's stuck with him through a lot and she's amazing. So I'm guessing. I mean, the they've same. been together probably like four years, maybe. Because wasn't did he meet this girl in Miami when he was down there? Who knows? But the moral of the story is don't just say women are crazy. All right, fellas? You guys are, too. Yeah. That's the moral. Own your crazy. We own it. Drama, 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 We own our crazy. We know we're crazy. Yeah. Own yours. so are you. Brandon, anything in social media? Yeah, we have some fun stuff. Uh, Richie, first fan Richie. Hi, Richie. Hey, Richie. Lost a bet, and I didn't bring this up last week. It's my fault because I didn't see it. But he lost a bet to a friend that he would he would win his fantasy football matchup, and he lost. So that friend made him wear a sandwich board in Times Square. 
that says, I suck at fantasy football. And literally, there's a picture of it up on Twitter. At Rich underscore gone underscore wild. Hello. Unbelievable. I I need to do this to people more often. It's so much better than monetary gain. To, like, full-on humiliate your friend. Much better (laughs) idea. I think that's what fantasy football is supposed to be about, right? That's what it's about. That's Yeah, that's the integrity of the game is to completely humiliate your closest <laughs> and loved ones. Love so we wanted to give a shout-out to Richie for really playing fantasy football. Be strong, friend. Be strong. Uh, we have a question here from Chris underscore Rhyme, and he says, My running backs are Lamar Miller, Jamal Charles, Andre Ellington, Zach Stacy, and Danny Woodhead, which that already I'm saying good team management my friend they said it's a lot of running backs he says i'm trying to make a trade but if not who would you drop to get jamal charles's handcuff i think this is a ludicrous question (laughs) why would you ever get jamal charles's handcuff jamal charles is the offense for the chiefs a b you already have far superior options in case Charles does get hurt in Danny Woodhead and Ellington. And even Lamar Miller on a decent day. And all of the teams have already been on by. So. Right. So we're not yes. even worried about that. No. Yeah. We're I mean, literally not worried about yeah. any of your running backs. Stop freaking out. Is what yeah. I'm going to say. I feel like you're anticipating a Jamal Charles injury and I get it. We're all nervous about it. And any of us Charles owners, we're nervous because we're like, oof. Get Too good to be points true. For me. I know. But don't, don't freak out. But remember, the reason why we're nervous is because he's in all the time, which means his backup has, like, barely any touches and any experience on the floor with the – or on the field with the offense. So I wouldn't – I'd handcuff someone else, to be honest. Yeah. We're not talking, like, a Green Ellis situation or a, you know – Donald. I, I would even do Donald Thomas Jack or Donald Rogers. Or, yeah. I mean, those are all better options. Yeah. Um, our next question comes from at Diva Katrina. And she says, so Raiders or Texans defense? The projections on my app says Texans will outscore, but I call BS. Ladies, and I will remind you, the Texans play Indianapolis. Just putting that out there immediately. And then Oakland play Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, I say, yeah, I say Oakland for sure. I mean, who's who's the quarterback for Philly? Nick Foles, right, this week? And it's not Andrew he, Luck. That's and the what last I'm time saying. he played, he was awful. So I, I'm going, I'm definitely going with Oakland's defense. And I actually think that's a really good play. I have yeah, them as a, as a must start, I believe, this week, so. The Eagles are a mess right now. Hot mess. I mean, you, yeah. you, there's, there's, there's individual players on that team when you look at you know, McCoy, Jackson, that are still going to get you points. But overall, I mean, no, they're not, they're not doing all that much. I think that's a great defense. Houston, we all know I, my feelings on Houston, period. But they're <laughs> imploding, you know? Like, that's, yeah. I think Oakland is by far the superior choice there, particularly against the Colts and Andrew Luck. I mean, and they're coming off a bye. And they're I, off a bye. I always well like rested. teams coming off a bye. So we're going Oakland. All right. See? We got all these answers ready to go. Bam. 
All right, you guys, teams on by. We have Arizona Cardinals, Denver Broncos, Detroit Lions, Jacksonville Jaguars, New York Giants, and San Francisco 49ers. Get them out of your lineup. And maybe you'll replace them with somebody in the Thursday night game. We have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Miami Dolphins. Andy Dalton, guys. Real Bam. now. Did, I, did we not call it last week? We did we not? Whew. Andy Dalton, baby. He did great last week, being the second highest scoring court QB for the week and has now raised in the ranks to the sixth highest scoring quarterback for the season. He scored 31 points, 325 yards, and not one not two, but five touchdowns. Mm. That is crazy. Those are crazy good numbers. Dalton is legit. You know, he is a legit fantasy player, and you have to start him. Like, get on board. Realize it. Accept it. Especially now that your boy, like, Kaepernick's on by. Just own, own it. Yeah, own dad, has, dad has Peyton Manning on by, and he picked Andy Dalton up to play. Yeah, it's a good pick right there. It's a good pick. Marvin Dad's Jones. Dad's making me cranky. Yeah, Dad's got a good team. My league is, I'm just so frustrated. I'm so bad in that league. It's ridiculous. It's not even funny because I'm so good in the other one. But Marvin Jones, guys, also we called that one. He had a killer game. Yeah, he blew up second highest scoring wide receiver last week with 36 points. And that would normally be like top receiver. It's just Calvin Johnson like went freaking crazy. Broke records. I'm, sh- I'm sure Courtney's going <laughs> to talk about that. Maybe that's why Des also went off because, you know. Absolutely. They're the, they're the same caliber. That's right. Anything he can do, he can do better on the bench. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, I mean, literally, Marvin Jones, that would have been, like, record, you know, like, record week, but Calvin went off. So, I mean, he had four of the five touchdowns that Andy Dalton threw. You know, and he had 122 yards on eight catches, which is pretty darn good. You know, darn, Dalton can count on him, so expect to see, you know, more love this week. I mean, don't expect 36 points as he will be going up against the second toughest secondary in the league, but I think he'll still do well. You know, I'm not going to be talking about Calvin because they're on bye this week, but I will say that, yeah, mm. he had crazy numbers and only one touchdown. Just throwing that out there. Crazy? No. I mean, how many? 300? How many yards? Like 390-something? Like I don't know. It was crazy. It was crazy. He was amazing. He was on my team. Thank God. Yeah, it's, yeah, I wasn't enjoying it as you were playing against me, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> but A.J. Green, guys, is also a must-star. You know, he was shouted a bit by Marvin Jones this week, but he still had a pretty decent game, scoring 11 points with 115 yards off three receptions. I mean, that's still pretty decent. So, you know, he's a must-star on your team. You always have to start him, even when he is up against some tight, you know, some tough corners. He is the sixth-highest-scoring wide receiver for a reason, so trust him. Bengals defense, another must start for me. I'm just really loving on the Bengals right now, if you can't tell. But <laughs> <laughs> they were the top scoring defense last week. I mean, they had 25 points against the Jets, who are a decent team. And granted, they got Geno Smith at wow. the helm, but I should say de- decent defense. But, you know, they are projected to, they're not projected to score as many points um, against the Dolphins. You know, the Dolphins have given up the six most points to defenses, so. That should equal the Bengals having a, another big game because the Bengals are, you know, a better-than-average defense. Gut calls. Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis, and Giovanni Bernard. These guys combined for a total of 51 yards. Combined. That's terrible. Yeah. You know, I mean, Grant Andy Dalton, you know, was just chucking the ball down the field to Marvin Jones all day long. 
But these guys are practically non-existent, and they haven't really produced in the last couple weeks either. And they are going up against the third worst rush defense this week, so maybe this is the week to play one of them if you're in a flex since we have six guys on bye. That's the only reason they're in my gut calls at the moment, but think long and hard on that one. I always uh, do. <laughs> Sorry. But, you know, uh, bench warmers, I don't have any point the bench. I'm excited for this Thursday night game. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a big, uh, big week for the Bengals. That's good. You know, I, Miami Dolphins, you know, playing with you got them. Mm, none. Sorry. Another tough <laughs> matchup. It's exact not, opposite of the Bengals. Yeah, it's not yeah. going to be fun. Does, you know, Cincinnati destroyed the Jets last week, and uh, I just – I, I can consider the Jets a better team than Miami, so no must-starts. Got calls? None. Yeah, I don't really have any got calls either. Wow. You know, I, I'm benching everybody again. You know, Lamar Miller and Daniel Thomas, they they did pretty good last week. They both had 11 points, at, you know, but New England had been tough against the run, but Miami never committed to the run game before. You know, I just don't like it. This week, they're going to get down early. I don't feel like they're going to run much at all. And, you know, Tannehill's just not connecting with his wide receivers either. I got Mike Wallace and Brian Hartline on the bench as well. I know we have a lot of teams on, on bye, so you might have to stretch, but I don't know if this is going to be your week to look for Miami for, for help. So I, I'm going to say bench the whole team. With that said, I'm going to Cincinnati Bengals, and I'm kind of excited about the game because it's trick-or-treating day, and so I'm not going to feel bad if I miss it because I don't think there's going to be much to watch. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Dolphins. Um, I have a question. I feel like we keep ranking, and it's not just us. I feel like the whole fantasy football world ranks Mike Wallace and Brian Hartline high each high. week. It's ridiculous. And each week they disappoint, right? I They're know. It's, it's... Wallace is dropping passes left and right. I mean, it's just not even – I mean, to me, they should bench him if I was Miami. Hartline, although had a fewer points than Wallace, I mean, they both had five points or fewer you know, that's just like, that's not good. And Cincinnati gives up the 12th fewest points to wide receivers. I'm just like not loving them. I don't know why they keep ranking them high. It's just constantly a disappointment. It's just hard because, you know, when we look at these rankings, I'm sure you guys as well, when you do your rankings, you're looking at how they've stacked up points wise against other receivers, matchups, whatnot. And I mean, they have some decent points. It's just like, it's so hot and cold. Like you don't know. And that's what's hard about guys like Mike Wallace is that he could blow up and have a crazy insane game and then the next week gets you zero points i dropped you know? mike wallace in a league and i've yet to miss him yeah that's <laughs> what i'm saying i know i wouldn't miss them i can understand maybe lamar miller and, and daniel thomas being somebody you could start if you're in a deep league i can get that but i don't think either one of these wide receivers is some somebody i would pick up or pick up off my bench to play this week well, the you problem just, is players like that are toxic to your team in the sense that you're so angry because they blow up when they're on your bench, and then you put them in, and then right. they lose you a game. Right. So it's, it creates like this weird hostility. And maybe that's just because I get very emotionally invested in my players that are on my fantasy team and like to yell at them and scold them a lot. But They should hit the gym. Yeah. No. I'm Something picking the, I'm picking the Bengals because Courtney literally benched their whole team, so I'm a little concerned. Mm-hmm. 
And I started the whole team. <laughs> and you started the whole team. Yeah. So I feel like I've started the water boy. So yeah, Bengals, my obvious choice on that mm. one. Good. How about the Atlanta Falcons at Carolina Panthers? Mm. This one's not an obvious choice for the Falcons. this was a team i was so excited for you know preseason and it's just been Mm. like downhill from there but you know matt ryan's still a decent start fantasy wise i mean the team's obviously kind of a mess but fantasy wise i mean he's doing okay i mean he only scored nine points and he threw for one touchdown 300 yards he did have four interceptions last week so let's not focus on last week (laughs) That's a little rough. Um, but they were playing the Cardinals who have a tough defense. I'm not sure it'll be a, a hot, whole lot better this week as they are against Carolina, who's the second-best defense when defending quarterbacks. Ballin. Nonetheless, you do have six teams on by. So, again, we're looking at your quarterback options are limited here. So if you have to dig in the rankings here, Matt Ryan's on a terrible choice. Better than Tom Brady. It's the theme of the show. Well said. <laughs> Um, Harry Douglas, you know, <laughs> despite how bad the game was, Douglas was able to have a decent little game. He scored 12 points. He had 121 yards on 12 receptions. And he is the main target now, so look for him to continue with that trend. So, I mean, Harry Douglas isn't a terrible pick. Got calls Drew Davis. He's kind of emerging, you know. Um, you may not know who he is. And that doesn't exactly, that doesn't really matter. All you need to know is that Julio Jones is out and Roddy White is yet to make an appearance in any sort of impactful way. And Matt Ryan needs receivers, and this guy is stepping up. So you can pick him up to make sure no one else does. Um, but I would maybe wait a week to see if it was more than kind of like a one-week wonder before you start him would be my kind of suggestion on Drew Davis. And then Steven Jackson, Jack was Rogers. Ugh. This is not a good situation to be in because Steven Jackson came back and did, and he did play the entire game, guys, but only scored you two points. Two you know, and Rodgers only scored you one point. So now you have a running back by committee situation with players who aren't entirely sure if they're healthy. You know, who's the starter? I mean, Steven Jackson is a starter, but is he actually healthy? He's only scoring you two points. So, I mean, I would st- steal clear of this. Carolina has the 10th best rush defense. I don't like this at all. Um, and then Tony Gonzalez. It's time, Tony. You have burned us one too many times. I am over you. We're fighting. Mm-hmm. We are like, big time fight. You were on the couch. Like, we are... It's, it's intense right now. You only scored two <laughs> points last week on three receptions. You know, what, I mean, whether he's falling victim to a mediocre team or whether it's just him not producing, you, you can't ha- continue to have him in your lineup. You just can't unless you want to lose. Girl, if I have been, Jason Witten. I can't even talk about this. It's so frustrating. <laughs> so I mean, frustrating. But again, we're talking about bye weeks here. But if you have another option, start him over Tony Gonzalez because, you got, again, you've got a good defense in Carolina and... It, Two points. That's not. That's not going to get you. You're not going to be that mad benching Tony Gonzalez with two points on your bench. No. No. I'm go. Yeah, I'm going Panthers on this one. I think Cam is officially out of the slump. Would you drop Marlon Brown for Drew Davis? That's a tough call. I don't know. That's one of the ones that I'd have to actually assess like strength of schedule moving forward to see what that would look like. What about you, Courtney? No. Not yet. Mm, so worried about missing out. All right. Carolina Panthers. Hey, you guys, they're kind of the feel-good team of the week, right? Like, I feel like NFL was like, hey, they're a real team. Yeah, Congratulations. Was nice. It was exciting. I don't feel good about it. Cam was on my bench again. I told Actually, you not I think... to. Oh, my gosh. My number one thing <laughs> is I told you, congratulations, if you didn't bench him because you listened to me. 
You really benched him? I had RG3. That was supposed to be like the offensive showdown. It was. And I agree, Ashley. I would have also played RG3. I think that it I mean, is. Broncos D is bad. Broncos I think it's D your is responsibility, bad. Ashley, to tell people who you're playing for quarterback. So, people play so everybody people. else doesn't play them. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Although I'm playing Cam Newton every single game from here on out. <laughs> Good for you. Which yeah. is what I told you two weeks ago. You can't have this guy get a 30-point game on your bench. But you you can when you have RG3 against the Broncos D. That's right. Man. Anyway, he passed for 221 yards, two <laughs> touchdowns, zero interception. And because he's Cam, he also run, ran for 50 yards and a touchdown. He's in beast mode. Stop benching him. I know he had a couple bad games, but <sighs> just stop. I'm wow. Angry. So disappointed. Uh, Carolina defense, they had their worst game actually last week. Or not their worst game, but it was uh, one of their slower games. And they still got nine points. Stop it. They're a must start. They're super nasty. Atlanta continues to struggle. Don't overthink it. Play them. Um, And hopefully you picked them up when we told you to, like week two of the season, because they're balling. And they have a really great schedule moving forward. So check it out. Got calls. Greg Olson. Man, you know what? He's always in a walking boot, but then he shows up and he plays. So it's up to you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Are you saying don't be scared by the walking boot? I mean. Just accept it. Well, I mean. Status quo. I'm not saying. Maybe it's like a fashion, you know, thing now. Right. Maybe he'll bedazzle it and it'll get really crazy. Um, Let's put it this way. His last three weeks have been 1.9 points. 4.7 points and 8.1 points. Now that's going in the right direction, but it's not must start territory. No. Just putting it out there. Um, Also, the gut calls Mike Tolbert. (laughs) It was his third week in a row having more points than D'Angelo Williams. And D'Angelo Williams isn't doing that bad. Um, He's a flex option. He's someone, actually, that if you are in a tough spot, he might be decent. And I know Jonathan Stewart's coming back. Don't get scared by that. Please don't. He literally has surgery on everything that's below his waist. I I wish him the best of luck, and I really hope that he heals well. But he's not going to take away that many touches, especially the first few weeks. And if you're in a bind, play him, especially this bye week. Um, And D'Angelo Williams, not sexy, but he's going to get you points. So that's that. Um, however, bench all their wide receivers. Literally, two times Smith has been the top scorer, three times Jin has been the uh, top scorer, and two times LaFell was the top scorer. And none of the people that weren't top scorers have ever reached double digits. It's literally Russian roulette. Someone's going to score because Atlanta doesn't have a good secondary, but I can't tell you who and nor can anyone else. Don't listen to them. Um, but you know what? Carolina's on a rampage. I'm picking Carolina. All right, Brandon. So this is the deal. I got, I got a lot of wide receivers on by, and I have two Carolina wide receivers on my bench. I and have to a start death one. Wish? What? I have to start one. And who's it going to be? Smith or LaFell? Oh, girl, I don't know. Pick one. I will that, say I felt that way last week, Brent, Courtney, because I was like, I need to start a quarterback because Luck's out, and I started Michael Vick. <laughs> and he got me negative one point. 
Yeah. Sometimes uh, it's just better have an empty slot on your roster. <laughs> I did last week. It's called Ruben Randall. Anyways. I would um, stay Steve Smith. Because nice. LaFell has a better chance of zeroing out. Right. At least Smith gets something. targets. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, I like it. Well, you know, my pick also is the Carolina Panthers. Get it done. Yeah, I, yeah, I just... They have better defense, and I love defenses. Now, talking about defenses, let's talk of the lack of defense over here. We got the Minnesota Vikings at the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> oh, Vikings. I feel like it hurts Brand every time we talk about the Vikings because she has, you know, her love for the Vikings. But you know, Adrian Peterson, you know, he had made a comment that the injury has, you know, almost affected his head more so than his actual hamstring, which I thought was really interesting because I never really picture Adrian Peterson as someone that's like all up in his head about it. But he seems, you know, to have been the case this time around. I mean, he still is a must start. Um, you know, he scored 14 points last week. You know, the only problem here is that the team is always playing from behind, which means that they're going to deserve the run and pass the whole time. So that doesn't bode well for AP, but he is still a hmm. must start. I mean, he's AP. You yeah, know. I'd say AP's got a lot more than just an injury in his head right now. He's got a lot going on. Yeah. You know, so I think it's, it's unfortunate. And so don't give up faith on AP. You're still starting AP. He's still Spe- a must start. Speaking of which, I don't want to go on a rampage here, but did you guys hear how the man who's accused of killing his son got released today? <gasps> Somebody put up his bail. He's getting charged with murder, assault, all this crazy stuff, and he's out free right now with no restrictions. Did the baby mama put up the bail? I don't know, but it's like $75,000. I don't know. Ooh. It's going to be an ugly trial. I'm sure that's could affect his head as well, knowing that he's released. But Ugh, Hopefully it starts after season. Who could do that to a child? It's oh, so, so sad. Sad news. Oh, poor now, AP. Kyle Rudolph, that's also sometimes sad. <laughs> that's Jeez. a lot of times sad. Nice transition. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I literally wrote, I don't have much to say about this guy. Why would you? Because I don't. But he did score the 10th most points last week. Granted, he is the 18th highest scoring tight end overall thus far this season, so that should be benchworthy for you. But we are in the bye weeks, and there are six teams you know, not playing this week, so Rudolph might not be a terrible option for you to look at for your tight end because there are some tight ends that are out. So you know Ugh. he's going to at least get you some points. Not many. But we're talking at least Tony Gonzalez-quality points. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and by that we mean two. Two. You're yeah, welcome. so feel good, feel good about that. Yeah. Oh, no. So... Uh, my bench, kind of similar brand, Vikings wide receivers. Like, seriously, do the Vikings even need receivers? Doesn't seem like it, as they never score any points. Like, you can't count on any of these guys. Any of them. Patterson scored the most points of the crew, and even then, most of his points came from a return kickoff. So don't go near these guys. Similarly, the Vikings quarterbacks. Mm. We didn't even list a name because there aren't, we aren't even sure who will get the start, and neither are you. This means that you shouldn't touch any of these guys with a 10-foot pole. Again, they shouldn't even be on your team, but we still want to make this point very clear. They are a no-go. <laughs> no-go on Vikings QBs. Um, my pick, Cowboys. You know, even though Des Bryant had his meltdown, I think you know they'll win the game. And Romo is still better than the Vikings quarterbacks combined. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. The boys. And about those boys, so Des Bryant, we ranked as the number one wide receiver next week, and we should. 
Why? Because little whiny, whiny wide receivers always get their way. Always. Always. Every time one of them freaks out, they are the number one receiver the next week. It's unbelievable. So believe, let it be what it is. Which, by the way, Des Bryant didn't have a bad game. He had 72 no. yards receiving, but and but two touchdowns. So anyway, play him and just... You know what? It's fantasy football. You don't need to worry about his personal character or whether or not he's hurting the team. That's for someone else to worry about. That's yeah. right. They're fine. It's for like a coach to worry about. That's right. And meanwhile, it just was fascinating to watch because I thought Jason Witten was going to literally have an aneurysm. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, Marcus Ware. Yeah. The Marcus Ware was like, I'm not even in a uniform and I might punch you through your pads right here. I was into it. He was, you know what? He was just pumping up the team. Raw, sure. raw. Des? Raw, raw. Yes. It's not how I want to be pumped up. <laughs> There's nothing like saying, I should have the ball more because I'm the star to really pump up your teammates. Yeah. That's right. No, I, I actually heard that he was, like, discussing coverages, and they got the audio, and it actually, he's just an animated person. That's fine. It was just wacky. Whatever. Um, speaking of not wacky, Terrence Williams. Hello, my new lover. How are you yeah. today? So uh, the the Giants are on a bye, and I'm I'm playing Terrence Williams over um, Victor Cruz because Victor Cruz is out on bye. But I'm not quite sure Victor Cruz is going to get back his spot. And I don't think I'm crazy. Uh, this guy's pretty awesome, and you know what? If he continues his streak of double digit fantasy points, he should not be on the bench. Even if no. you Victor Cruz. So anyway, happy, happy, happy. Gut calls, though. I'm putting Tony Romo down here. Now, he's ranked very high. He did end up getting points. But if you actually watch that game, he did nothing until the fourth quarter. And he was terrible until his receivers started randomly catching balls with one hand. Literally, he was terrible. I'm I love concerned. this, too, because you rank quarterbacks, and you ranked him fourth, and you still are putting him in a gut check. This, <laughs> yes, and, and and this is a this is a move based on principle. I am concerned <laughs> for this guy. I ranked him high, and I'm concerned. He's maddening. Anyway, Minnesota gives up the fourth most points to quarterbacks. There's just no way to rank him lower. But I'm just telling you, if he has a difficult matchup, you you need to take pause. But we got Crybaby Des who wants the ball thrown more. So, I mean, who's going to throw it to him? Well, the problem is he's going to force it to him and he's going to get more interceptions. Yeah. And then we're all going to be like, oh, the guy's not clutch. And I don't care about him being clutch. But even fantasy-wise, I don't know. Bench warmers, I put Jason Witten down there. Now, I'm telling you, I actually have this guy. <laughs> Only two times this whole season has he scored more than seven points. Only three times has he scored more than six points. The guy's in the one to two range. I can't take it anymore. I don't understand what's going on. I'm depressed. And this is a thing. And he only got two targets. Two targets last week. The whole time. He caught both of them, but he only had two. It's terrible. I'm going to name this podcast, Tight Ends. Do you serve a point? Uh, And Jimmy Graham really has spoiled us, right? If I were drafting again today, I would take Jimmy Graham in the first round. 
Seriously. That's not a joke. Yeah, He's, Jason Wynn's disappointed for sure this year. I mean, especially compared to, like, Graham. Yeah. Let's be serious. Also, um, just to let you know, it does sound like maybe DeMarco Murray's back. If so, he's a must-play. If not, everyone else is on the bench. But he was such a late scratch, because I have DeMarco Murray in both of my leagues, and I was doing, like, frantic trying to pick somebody up, because I was like, he was expected to play all week. You know? He was. It was a late scratch, early Sunday morning. That's why I'm saying every Sunday morning, you got to get up, you got to check those injury reports. But I'm telling you, no one else on that team is worth a start. Sorry. You got to get up. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. What makes the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, I, I too am going the Cowboys. I think where we've all agreed so far in these matchups. That's no fun. I think it'll continue on the next one. Yes. I. Oh, no. Uh, Actually, I see. Courtney no, did something crazy. Uh, uh, well, you know me. Uh, New Orleans <laughs> Saints at the New York Jets. All right. Saints are awesome, right? Six, six and one. They're just crazy good. But I did pick the Jets. I'm just going to start it off there because I love oh. the Jets. And I know they got destroyed last week, and I feel like they're going to come back. This is a really tough matchup. I get it because, like, everybody's in must starts yep. for the New Orleans Saints for me. But, uh I just can't go against them. Um, I have to say, too, Rex Ryan was on today, and they were asking him who's the better-looking brother between him, you know, him and his brother, and he's like, I just have to say lap band surgery really worked on me. That's all I'm saying. <gasps> <laughs> oh, but that hair, gosh. that hair. of Oh, brothers are so good to each other. I just love it. It's so awesome. <sighs> Don't you ever make comments about my weight, ladies. I'll kill you. Anyways, must start for the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> Drew Brees, obviously, we have him ranked number one. He's the man. He had 332 yards and five touchdowns last week against Buffalo. Hello. Yeah. 33 Hello. points. Mm-hmm. I likey, I likey. New York Jets give up the 13th most fantasy points to quarterbacks. And, you know, Drew Brees, it doesn't matter what the stats say, you know, what he's going into. He's just the man. You never, never bench him. Jimmy Graham, another guy you never bench. What, Brandon? I'm sorry. Um, I was he told only, he wasn't going to play. I know, I know. You know, and he only played 18 snaps. I mean, he was barely in the game. Yeah. But he still him. got 37 yards and two touchdowns. So I love him. It doesn't matter. I hate him. I love, <laughs> I love him. him. And the Jets <laughs> give up, you know, some points to the tight end. So I think this is going to be, you know, a great week for a little uh, Breeze Graham connection. Talking about connections, Kenny Stills. What? Yeah, he had a good game. He had a great game. 129 yards and two touchdowns. I like he. And Moore had 37 yards and a touchdown. I have them both in must starts. We got six teams on by. I'm seeing some loving going around here against. Uh, Against the team I choose to win. Anyways, gut calls. (laughs) Pierre Thomas. We have him ranked 22. Um, The Jets give up the fourth fewest fantasy points. And that's why I'm putting him in gut calls instead of um, must starts this week with everybody on bye. I'm I'm worried about him. He had 65 yards rushing, 29 yards receiving last week, which is fine for your second running back or flex player. Um, but Mr. Sproles had zero. So, I can't talk about it. Oh, yeah. it's like he was performing for both guys, and that's all he got. So I hope you have a better option, but you might. this might be your best one. So therefore, he's in gut calls. Now bench warmers. 
We are still ranking them high as well as everybody else, but Marquise Colston is on the bench. He's on the bench. He's having a really tough go these last three games. Less than two points in each game. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, he does get targeted he, more than anybody else last week, you know, but he just can't get away from his defender. He just cannot catch a ball. That's oh, really, it's really sad. So I like everybody else but Marquise Colston. It's anyway. just hard because he does get the most targets. He does, but he can't catch it. He can't no. catch it. But if he He's is awful. catching it, it's going to be a huge game. Well, great. I hope that you play him, Ashley, <laughs> and get two points every week from him. I'll play him along with Cam Newton being on my bench, and um, I'll have yeah. a great week, I'm sure. Yeah. It's okay. I'm going to fight you later about the Dwayne Bow ranking, too. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we have hostility towards our rankings this week. I like it. Um, I like these guys. What are you I have doing? kickers. I have kickers. What are you going to say, girl? Oh, actually, I have a whole section on kickers later in the show. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. I'm good. What about the Jets, Brandon? Jets. Play them if you got them. No one. It's a Shocking. theme. Uh, got calls. They have this new receiver named David Nelson. Now, you're saying, yeah. David Nelson, who's this guy? Who do I, why do I care? I'm just saying it's worth noting that he has had two 80-yard games in a row. He was only signed four weeks ago, so obviously he's creating a connection quickly, and I feel like he's someone that you need to keep an eye out for. And if you do have a Dwayne Bow or Marcus Colston and you want to drop them for this guy or for the guy that uh, drew Davis, and I think we have another one coming up, that's okay at this point. It's it's now to the point where you can let go of people. I just want to put that out there. Just say they're not who I thought they were. And uh, David Nelson's a possibility. Um, especially since they can't keep any wide receivers healthy. But anyway. Uh, bench warmers, Geno Smith. Now here's the controversial thing. I told you last week that he would have a terrible week. I said he has a 20-plus point week, and then he has a less than five point week, then a 20 plus, then a less than five. It's literally been exactly that. And what happened? He had a less than five point week. Now that means he's going to have a 20 plus week this week. I'm still putting him on the bench because New Orleans gives up the least, the third least fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. So I don't know. I was torn on this, but I just, I can't tell you to start Geno Smith after seeing what he did last week. I just can't possibly. <laughs> so, uh, so that's, that's what it is. But do know that that is his pattern. He has been consistent as can be in his inconsistency. It's pretty amazing. Um, I had him, Brandon, and dropped him because of your analysis of 20 point, five point, 20 points, five points. But I dropped him. And put in Michael Vick instead. So I would have appreciated his three points over my negative one I got. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Even Kelly Clemens had three points. Okay. So uh, I also put Chris Ivory and Blow Powell on the bench because if you could possibly muster up a better option, there are two reasons to bench these guys. Number one, they keep rotating who's the future back. Number two, neither of them got over five fantasy points last week. I just can't tell you to start them. And for that, I'm picking the Saints. And I can't believe my sister Courtney. I'm also picking Saints. Courtney's going to go just forever. Ever, baby. Forever. Mm. Rex Ryan till I die. <laughs> <laughs> We're in my Kansas City Chiefs jersey. It's ludicrous. I know. It's nuts. It's crazy. But 
Hey, somebody's got to pick them to win. Now, this is a tough one. We have the Tennessee Titans at the St. Louis Rams. And of course, <laughs> both of these teams are Brandons because they're awesome. Yeah. I just want Would to you point say that out again. <laughs> this is the game of the week, Brandon? Game of the week. Game of the Maybe. week. Maybe. Game of the week. Game of the week. Game of the week. Okay. So I did make some changes here. So I'm actually going to say play him if you got him, Chris Johnson. It's Hear right. me out. Hear me out. He finally had an RB one week in week seven before his bye. He finally got 17 fantasy points in a game. It was it was like the heavens opened and, and things happened and it was beautiful. Um, the Rams give up the fifth most fantasy points to running backs this year. However, they happened to shut down Marshawn Lynch on Monday night. Yeah, two points. <laughs> Thank God I already there. beat you, Ashley. Um, but I actually think Oof. I think Chris Johnson um, will do well, and uh, I think it's it's okay. I'm okay with saying he's a must start in a six bye week, but this is I the love, last time. I love running backs coming off a of bye, and he's coming off a bye. He's rested. I like it. In the gut calls section, um, I put on Ken- Kendall Wright. Really, Kendall Wright or Nate Washington are okay choices if you need to fill in tight ends. Because Jake Locker, who's also in my gut calls, he actually had 21 points last week. Yeah. He was really decent. He had 326 uh, passing yards for two touchdowns, one interception, whatever. And he rushed for an additional 29 yards. And he has the skills. Jake Locker, the guy I thought Ryan Tannehill was. Yeah. That's my analysis of the day. Uh, no, I yeah, I, I enjoy him. So I think that they're okay. You know, now that he's back from the injury, I feel pretty good about it. Um, in the On the bench, I just want to t- remind you guys that Sean Green is on this team. He's been, <laughs> uh, only I completely because forgot that. He's been injured, but Coach Munchak came out this week and said he wants to get Sean Green 15 touches a game. Hmm. So it looks like they might go into a timeshare here in the next couple it's like, weeks. That's a heavy workload right there. Yeah. Was I going to put Chris so, Johnson up though? I don't know. But this week I'd play Chris Johnson and pick up Sean Green. And then next week I think we're going to have some interesting flex appeal with these guys. So let me ask you, Brian. Does that mean we should expect Chris Johnson's numbers to go from four to two? You stop it. Yeah. Maybe 2.3. <laughs> Maybe <two>. Okay. <laughs> Feeling optimistic. I like it. Uh, speaking of St. Louis Rams, uh, Zach Stacy is the man. Woo! Hello. 135 yards against a stout Seattle defense last week. Getting he it done. Good. Getting it done. I do have to say this is our weekly update. The Rams have yet to get a rushing touchdown. Still. Week 8. <laughs> Oh, didn't he score his first touchdown last week? No, he had a receiving no, touchdown. No, a receiving touchdown. Receiving touchdown. Mm-hmm. Receiving. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was but his he... first touchdown, but not a rushing touchdown. Right. 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 Gotcha. It's amazing. It's amazing. That's an amazing statistic. Um, however, he's a great, great pickup. If you picked him up when we told you to, hopefully you got him on your bench and you're playing him even, please play him. He's a must start. I think he's a must start for the rest of the season. He looked great. I'm into him. Uh, Got calls, no one, and the bench warmers is everyone else. Because when your quarterback can only get 3.42 fantasy points for the entire game, it's 
hard for anyone else to make points. Um, RG3, anyone? <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, but until Kellen Clemens can kind of improve and prove that he can run this team, I just can't tell you to start anyone else. And for that, I'm picking the Tennessee Titans. Go lock it. This one's really hard, though, because the Rams played a pretty decent game against the Seahawks. I agree the Seahawks are over overrated, oh. in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, but uh, this one's hard. I'm not sure who I want to pick up this one. Courtney, you pick. I need a, I need a second to think. <laughs> Gosh, Ashley. <laughs> Sophie's choice. I'm so going nice. Rams. I'm going Rams. I like their defense. What? They stopped. They stopped my Marshawn, and I've got faith in them. And if they're going to win a game, it's going to be against the Titans this week, my friends. See, I feel like Tennessee was on a bye, but you didn't realize that they actually played well at Seattle the week before their bye. They did. They did. They both teams played they well did. against Seattle, you know. And I don't know what that says about Seattle. Not good. But I'm just saying, I like the Rams. I like the Rams. They're both, you know, they're both two, decent defenses. Yeah. So, I, you yeah. know, I, I usually go with the defensive team, but they're both pretty good. So, But I'm, I'm just going to go with the Rams. I think they're coming off of – I know that they lost Monday night, but I think they're coming off a bit of a high playing that well, stop, stopping Marshawn Lynch. I think that they're going to pull out a win. You like the coach stash. I do. Gosh, you're right. You called me out, Brandon. That was really unfair. But, yeah, that's I'm going to go – It's true. I'm going to go Titans, but since Courtney said the coach stash, and I should save this for the Chiefs, did you see that little baby that they made into Andy <laughs> Reid? Yes. Oh, that they so cut off like a horseman and put it on the pacifier? Brilliant. Oh, it's brilliant. brilliant. I think brilliant. we should address Genevieve, your baby and Courtney, as Andy The baby Reed. looked a lot like Andy Reid. We should discuss that as well. Like It was a little <laughs> bit creepy. I was like, whoa. But it was amazing. All right, I'm going Titans. My final decision. Titans, Titans, and I've got the Rams. Boom. All right, Ashley, way to talk about Andy Reid. Here we go. Kansas City Chiefs, 8-0. Oh. Last team again undefeated at the Buffalo Bills. Not so undefeated. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Analysis is real quick for Kansas City. Per usual, Jamal Charles has scored 12 touchdowns in eight weeks. He has yet to be under 100 total offensive yards in a game in all of 2013. He's a baller. We love him. You start him. I don't know what else to say. Unless you have his handcuff, then you should start the handcuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love how upset you are about this handcuff question. I know. Things like, I mean, I feel bad. I just think I'm just jealous of all these guys running backs. Maybe that's what it is. I'm just jealous. Yeah. There's a rage. Um, Also, you start the Kansas City defense. Yeah, you know what? They had their worst game against a really feisty Browns team. They still scored four fantasy points. It's not, like, fantastic, but they didn't get you zero or negative one. I'm talking to you, Denver and Dallas. You know what I'm talking about. Um, They'll bounce back against Buffalo. I'm I'm not worried. Thad Lewis, Thaddeus Lewis likes to just, like, hand the ball to the other team. So I find that intriguing um got calls dexter mccluster we're going to talk about his great game here's the deal um yes for two weeks he's been a part of the offense prior to that it was like two points or less now if you think that they have made a change and they're going to stick with him then then play him this is a true gut call but i do want to tell you like there's a possibility that he gets zero points 
there's a possibility that he gets 25. Um, to be I honest, this with happens you, every year, though, don't you think, Brandon? Where he yeah, has a couple good weeks like, and then does nothing. Yeah, he really does. It's his thing. Um, however, Buffalo gives up the most fantasy points to wide receivers. And considering there are no other wide receivers on the team, this might be the week to play him. But then I might sell high. Because you're right, Ashley. He does this every year. Every year. So, um, yeah. On that note, though, Alex Smith, he's on the gut calls. But he had a great week last week. He kind of, I'm not quite sure they're going to need much of him, which is the only reason that he's just outside of our top 10. They might just hand it to Jamal Charles and just run down Buffalo. So it's, it's a gut call. I mean, I think he's a better choice than Brady. Always. Always. And I'm going to say this about Alex, too, is you're right. Thad gives the ball to the defenses, and I have a feeling the Kansas City defense is going to get maybe one or two touchdowns. So Kansas' offense is not going to have to work very hard. Yeah. So, so it's yeah. not anything against his skills. He's actually had a great season. I, I don't have any problem with him. And in six teams on a bye, you could do worse, but they just might not need him. Yeah. But, but I don't think they're going to run the entire game. I think he'll still be able to, to tally up some yardage. Well, yeah, he'll sure. do his dink and dunk kind of thing. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be. Gonna be I, don't, I don't know if I would start him over a lot of other guys. I wouldn't start him over Matt Ryan. No. How about Terrell Pryor? No. No. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's just, it's like, you know. Uh, anyway, I, I would say bench warmers Dwayne Bow. And my only comment here is you dropped Bow, right? Just checking. Literally, you guys, is <laughs> terrible. Stop it. Uh, Dwayne Bow. So bad. My pick's Kansas City. I think the problem with Dwayne Bow is that you wouldn't be as angry with him if he wasn't Dwayne Bow, who's supposed to be a leading wide receiver in the league. Last year, he would have been ranked in the top 10 receivers. So the but we're talking 30, about several. We've talked about several top wide receivers that we, you know, you drafted high that, that aren't producing. I know. Yeah. But just, no. I'll tell you who is producing Fred Jackson. I love him. Mm, I just love him. He's like my favorite in fantasy world. Just because. He's just awesome. Jax. You know, Jackson gave you another consistent week. Despite being shut down in the second half, Kansas City gives up the third fewest fantasy points to running backs, which, you know, is kind of dicey. But who else is going to get the ball for Buffalo? It's kind of like a Kansas City Chiefs kind of situation here. Fred Jackson's going to get the ball. I see him getting a touchdown and 50 yards. So that's enough for a, a start for me. So... You know, he's going to get you 10 points. I like that you did a gypsy thing there. It was like, I see him getting... <laughs> I mm-hmm. see him. 50 yards and a touchdown. I see someone with dark hair. He's breathing. <laughs> Maybe it's your father. No? Have you guys ever seen a psychic? No. no. Uh, one time, I, I had a first date, and he he took me <gasps> to one of those hand readings. Stop. It was funny. <laughs> I know. How funny. I was actually dating another guy as well. Just, you know, this was very <laughs> casual. It was casual. And uh, the psychic told me, she's like, you're going to be with the other guy, just so you if- know. In front of him? No, she made us do it privately. Oh. She made us do it. I mean, it was really not like a romantic first date. But I will say he, it was, he was very creative, I suppose. I'll give him credit for that. Was she right? Were you with the other guy? I mean, I wasn't with either one of them for very long. So, I, you know, 
we, you know, a couple weeks. I think I got a couple good meals out of them and said peace. Keeping it classy. Keeping it classy. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> you're starting Fred Jackson. Gut call, Stevie. Johnson, I, he blew up. I told you, I loved him. I loved him last week. Had 72 yards and a touchdown against the Saints. I mean, hello. Um, in Kansas, hello. if they have, hello, if they have a weak point in their defense, I guess it's a wide receiver. Um, yeah, but Johnson secondary. suffered an injury in the game last week and is questionable against the Chiefs. So if he's a little slow getting away from his defender, you know, he's like the only I, wide receiver that's worth anything. So I don't see it being a good game for him. I have a feeling that he's going to have a hard time getting away and getting free if this injury um, is really nagging him. So definitely keep an eye on um, the injury report. Definitely listen Sunday morning and Saturday night to see what's going on with him. Bench warmers, everybody else. You know, Brian said it very nicely. Thad likes to give the ball to the other team. And the Kansas City Chiefs are animals. They're it's very just... generous of him. Oh, yeah. You know, the injury bug he is... It, he takes does. it to Macy's. He's, He's got so a coupon sweet. on it. He's so sweet. I um, want everyone you know, to like me. Here's and the whole, everybody's guys. injured on the Bills. I mean, it's just really yeah. sad. You know, I'm still... We're not still sure about CJ if he's coming back this week. And yes. it's just scary. So everybody's benched except me, you know, except Stevie and Fred Jackson. My pick is the Kansas City Chiefs. Duh. Duh. I'm also going Chiefs on this. Although I think it could be closer than you would think. But I'm still going to go Chiefs. I'm just happy you made a decision, Ashley. No, no, I didn't even think about that one. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. All right, now this one. This one might be interesting. San Diego Chargers at the Washington Redskins. This one could be very interesting. This one might be the game of the week. Very much so. So the Chargers were on bye week last week, so hopefully dear, dear Philip is rested and ready to come out and play. I mean, he has been consistent, which is all you can really ask for out of a quarterback this year, you know. And you have some big quarterbacks out this week and Peyton Manning. you got Stafford, Kaepernick. So, Phillip, you know, really is a must-start here. I mean, don't you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and I have to specify which Manning was out. I mean, what do you want? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, technically, Eli Manning is out. Two and three. You still had him four. Mover Tony, by the way. Anyways. <laughs> I was like, we're over, Tony. We're over a lot Rumble. of people this Rumble. week, guys. Week nine is when we get feisty, apparently. And we're like, I'm over you. Things are getting I was tough. thinking, Tony, Tony, Tony. And then I was in this 90s thing. <laughs> Sorry. Way off. No, so, you know, technically Eli's out as well. And I would like to point out that I called the guys Giants 1. Bam. Yeah. Bam, I want whatever you're smoking, Ashley. Yep, I was right. Just saying. Um, The good news is that Phillip guy's going to be up against the fifth worst defense against quarterbacks. That's just kind of icing on top. Phillip is a must start. You got to play him. Danny Woodhead and Ryan Matthews. So let's break this down. Danny Woodhead has scored the 20th most fantasy points out of all the running backs thus far this season. And Ryan Matthews has scored the 22nd most running, most points. So that makes them essentially must-starts each week, which I kind of hate myself for saying just a little bit here because we all know my feelings on Ryan Matthews. Uh, But when you've got, you know, RB1, RB2 position, that's essentially an RB2, at minimum probably a flex. So 
Now, when you factor in the fact that there are five running backs who are ahead of them points-wise, but they're on bye, these guys are absolute must-starts this week. So I wouldn't say every week they're a must-start, but this week they're definitely a must-start. My gut calls are Eddie Royal, so I've got very... Ugh, I'm torn on this one, because, you know, Royal had a good game against the Jags, but everyone has had a good game against the Jags. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a hard one to um, really compare that to. But the Redskins' defense have the third-worst secondary in the league. So Phillip will probably be able to air the ball out to Royal. So uh, that's making him a gut check in this case because he can have a big week for you. He's either going to have a big week or he's going to do nothing. So just come to terms with that and kind of make that decision and assessment when you're doing your gut call on that one. Antonio Gates, you know, he hasn't been the best the last few weeks. But with buys in play and the fact that Redskins are pretty much mediocre in defending tight ends, he's worth, you know, thinking about. He does have the fifth most points out of you know all the tight ends for a reason. So for me, he's borderline must start. I don't know what do you guys think on that one. Must start. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, Eddie Royal typically. Yeah, Eddie Royal <laughs> typically gets the ball in in the red zone, and that's it. So I mean, I'm not I'm not convinced that he's going to be the one getting the targets as much as Gates is going down the field. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that the Reds, you know, I bench, I, have, I don't really have anybody on my bench because the Redskins aren't looking all that great and their defense well, isn't is. very good. So, I mean, it's tough to say about Eddie or Antonio because, I mean, the defense isn't very good right now. I mean, good Lord, I have Ryan Matthews in as a must start. <laughs> I don't know? know what you're talking about. The Washington yeah. Redskins are amazing. A little piece of my soul died putting him in a must start category. I just I want bet. to point that out. I bet. And it was probably your clavicle. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that lingering clavicle injury. So good. Uh, so good. I'm going to go with the Chargers here, guys, which is very difficult for me to say because my boyfriend and I just can't with agreement that we have to root for each other's teams because literally he couldn't even talk to me because he's a Redskins fan after the Broncos won. Um, he couldn't even talk to me that night. He was so upset. So I was like, we'll root for each other's teams. So I'm, gonna root, I'm, to I'm rooting to for the Redskins, but I put my money where my mouth is, so the Chargers are going to win this one. Nice. All right, play them if you got them. Washington Redskins, here we go. Alfred Morris. Yep. We have him ranked number nine. I he love had 93 him. yards and a touchdown last week against Denver's defense. He's the only one that showed up. So congratulations, Morris. You are again a must start. He looked oh. good. He did look good. Who didn't look good? Hello, hello. Yeah. I hate you. Oh. I hate you. Anyways, Jordan Reed. Love oh, him. Every love week. him. I ranked him number four. I like him. I like him. Had 90 yards last week. You know, I mean, a majority of it came in garbage time, but that's okay. Hey, we don't care when it comes as long as it comes. And I like Reed. San Diego gives up the 10th fewest points to tight ends. So I'm not expecting him to pull out some Jimmy Graham numbers this week. But I think he's going to still be, you know, a top 10 tight end. For sure. So you, you got you to have him. He's still only owned by 73% of leagues. I don't know who you own, but it should be Reed instead. They own Anyways. Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. And yeah, they still have, they, they're not paying attention, and they still have faith in Jared Cook. Yeah, they still have Jared Cook. And who are these leagues? Whenever I see this, my leagues never have these people available. No. No. I guess I'm in very active leagues. Yes. I don't know. Anyway, it makes me cranky. I wish he was available. That's all. Sorry. 
who's not available but should be playing on your team as Mr. Pierre Garçon. Such a good name. Mm, Garçon is struggling lately and might lose his must-start status next soon, next week, I'm just saying. But this should be a good week for him, going up against San Diego's defense. They give up the sixth most fantasy points to wide receivers. So I, I think he's going to, you know, he had, he had 46 yards and no touchdown last week, but I think he's going to do better than that. I see... A touchdown this week, so I'm putting him in the must start. In your hand. I see in my hand. Got calls? I have RG3 and got calls, and this is why. Last week, I can't talk about it. 132 yards, one touchdown, one fumble, two interceptions, and zero attempts rushing last week. It's just. I I can't talk about it. That's just a hot mess. That's, I mean, and he deserves to be benched. Just because. 3.98 points. Hello. We don't Hello. like you anymore. <laughs> Hello, and RG3 should be on your bench. <laughs> we don't like them. San Diego does give up the second most fantasy points, and this is why we're putting him in gut calls instead of benching him. But I don't like him. I mean, I love RG3, but just I don't like him. In fantasy. Now bench warmers. The Washington defense. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. You know, Philip is going to score. He just is. And he likes to score early, which really affects your points. So just I'm just saying I don't like it. I don't I mean Rivers does give up a couple interceptions, but Washington's defense is not good enough to run it back for a touchdown. And with that said <laughs> Are you really? Oh I uh, They were embarrassed last week. I'm I'm on the 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 party of being embarrassed and coming back and like stepping it up. I'm going. I'm going. Washington win in the last few minutes of the fourth quarter. So this is what you need to know. Courtney likes teams coming off buys, and Courtney likes teams coming off ridiculous embarrassments. Absolutely. This is Courtney's strategy on picking teams. Well, it's not Were like you the completely humiliated are amazing. They're not amazing. Yeah. I'm not picking it against like you know somebody who's worth anything. I'm just saying they're. Im- Mediocre team, and I think uh, Washington can step it up. They have a we'll chance. see. They have, they have a definite chance. Why, Brad? You going? You going Rivers? Yeah, I'm going Chargers. I, um, <laughs> I, I think, I think the Washington locker room is going to get ugly, and my problem is Shanahan. Oh. That's all I got to say. His restaurant's great, by the way, but. Okay. <laughs> to say. I'd love a free steak, but I'm yeah. not entirely sure that he and RG3 are on the same page. Love it. All right, guys, we've got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Oakland Raiders. But one moment here. Make sure you guys listen to our new home on Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by Nash- National Gridiron Network. We love them, and uh, we're so excited for you guys to hear us on there as well. But we're also on iTunes and her fantasy football, so you can find us lots of places. Philadelphia Eagles at Oakland Raiders. Ashley. People are really going to be tuning in to hear about the Eagles. That's what they're going to be tuning in to hear about. So, uh, Deshaun Jackson, guys, he is on my uh, play if you got him. This one's tough. You know, he didn't really do that great last week. But Vic went out with an injury and Matt How Barkley could he? came in. How could he? I know. I mean, I know. I know. I mean, Grand Vic was terrible up to the point when he got injured, but still, you know, and Jackson 
you know, still sees the most targets, but he's averaging 49 yards in the last three games. You know, like, so if he can find the end zone, he will be fine. The moment you don't start this guy, he will blow up in your face and you will be angry with the points wasted on your bench. So I feel like you still have to play him at this point. But barely. it's, uh Barely. But you know what I mean? Like, it's... He's been okay for the fact that he's having, like, completely alternating quarterbacks every other week. I mean, it's hard to get a groove. So, especially with six teams on by, you're starting Deshaun Jackson. Agreed. Like, that calls... Uh, LaShawn McCoy, who probably needs to be a must-start again because of the bye situation. And it feels weird putting LaShawn in the gut check section, but he just hasn't been producing the last couple weeks. It's a Romo situation. You know? It's and a warning. Yeah. We're and issuing has... warnings. Right. <laughs> That's what this is. I've issued you a warning. Served. Yeah. You've been served your papers. You need to show up at jury duty. This is tough. There's a there are a bunch of other running backs that have scored more points than him right now. And it isn't his fault. The team has completely lost its way, which leaves little chance for offense. You know, and Oakland has a fifteenth best rush defense, so there is a chance that McCoy can break through and have a decent game, but there's also a chance that he won't. So for me, you need to really look at your matchups before you put McCoy in. I mean, you're probably still playing it because of buys, but really assess the situation. And again, it's not his fault. I still love you. But, ugh. Benchwarmers. This is the shortest I've ever written anything. I have Michael Vick, negative one point. Seriously, negative one. <laughs> Bench. It's like Slash. I hate you. Bye. Ugh. Gosh. Listen, he got injured, and he was so upset on the sidelines. He cried, and I'm sorry. I just really, I started crying. I mean, not literally, not but I was, crying. I was very sad for him. His career is over, and that was yeah. Really sad. I think it might be. Yeah. You know, Andy Reid took a chance on him, and now he's just injury after injury. I think he's what 33 years old. I don't know. It just, it's sad. It is sad. So don't be it, too mad. Don't be too mad. I mean, we don't know if it's for sure a career-ending injury. But the problem is, I mean, this, you know, take note for all the quarterbacks out there that were, you know, primarily running. I mean, he was just a small guy getting nailed by 300-pound linemen. And of course he's going to get injured, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, it is sad. But you shouldn't feel so sad for him that you've put him in your lineup. Clearly right. he's out right now. But There's no pity in fantasy football. But no. don't tweet him directly, please. Yes. Or go to his house. <laughs> don't, don't pull <laughs> a shop. I yeah. didn't realize I needed to say that, but don't go to Michael Vick's house. He's already sad enough. Yeah, exactly. The Eagles are a mess right now, guys. Oakland is better than most people think. I'm going with the Raiders. Raiders. I have quite a few people on Plame If You Got Them right now. And granted, six people are on by, but it doesn't matter. Here we go. Terrell Pryor. Hey. Yep. First play running down the whole field for a touchdown. Bam. Well, thank goodness he did that because he got barely any other points. 87 yards <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> throwing. I mean, and, and he had two interceptions. So it wasn't a great uh, way to end his game. But I'm telling you, he's going to start, like, really feeling good. And they're playing the Eagles. They give up the ninth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. I like him. I like him. I love him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, if you have Stafford or Manning on, on you know, your bye, Pryor's a great pickup. I picked him up to play for Stafford this week. So here we go. I'm all I'm all in on him. I especially love him for 2014. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like my <laughs> Buffalo Bills pick. Yeah. Uh, Think oh, about him and put him on the shelf for next year for sure. Next year. Uh, he, you know, he's got a good schedule coming up too. And he, he's, I think he's good. I think he's somebody you should definitely have on your bench. If you have a weak, um, second quarterback, Darren McFadden, we have him ranked number 10. He had 73 yards and two touchdowns. Hello. You know, he's, he's going to do well. He gets the ball in the red zone and that's all that matters. So we just need touchdowns out of him. Denarius Moore. You know, he went up against a tough defense and prior throughout that early touchdown, so they didn't throw the ball much. They just ran because they didn't need to go. So I'm just I'm saying this is going to be his week to come back and get you more points than you probably would uh, say you play somebody like Marquise Colston. So I'm, I like Denarius this week. And Oakland defense, we talked about this earlier. I have him in a must-start. We have him ranked 13. I think that's a little low. I think that they're going to do really well against Philadelphia. They give up the six most fantasy points to defenses. And with Foles in, I just, yeah. I I, I really like Oakland defense this week. Mm -hmm. Also, gift wraps his balls like Thaddeus. Yes, exactly. Very good with the tape. Yep. (laughs) Very good. Uh... (laughs) Gut calls. I have Rod Streeter in the gut call. And I know we haven't talked about him since maybe preseason because he hasn't done Sleepers. much. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, but Philadelphia gives up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers. And Denarius Moore is not going to catch all of those balls. Streeter's their second wide receiver. He might get a lot more looks this week against uh, Philadelphia than you think. So if you got a lot of guys on by, I think he might be the guy you put in. With that said, everybody else is on the bench, including Sebastian and Matteo. He falls wow. out of the top ten this week. Less than impressive the last two weeks. But, yeah, I mean, Philadelphia is a, a hot mess. I'm going Raiders. I'm going Raiders. I think I'm a closeted Raiders fan. I've always liked the Raiders. I know that they should be our, um, you know, our nemesis because we're Broncos mm-hmm. fans, but I like them. Okay. I like them too. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Seattle Seahawks. Right. So play them if you got them. We're gonna go Vincent Jackson. We ranked them. We ranked him ninth. Um, I hesitate to put anyone in there because they're playing in Seattle, and I hate people playing in Seattle. It's just the worst. But he is really good. He was kind of okay last week. But, gosh, you don't seat your studs. Trust me. I sat Jimmy Graham last week and Josh Gordon. Oh, I, I, haven't, I haven't forgiven myself. So maybe that's what that ranking's about. Um, gut checks. Mike James. So he wasn't fabulous last week. But Carolina's defense is really fantastic. Um and he actually put up more of a fight than the numbers showed. So he only had 39 yards rushing and 25 yards receiving. But he's going to get the work. So if you're really desperate in a six-team buy situation, he is a gut call, like in the truest sense. Because um, you know what? Zach Stacy could do it. So my standards have uh, taken a step up. Uh, bench warmers, Tim Wright. But do put him on your bench. Because he's not going anywhere. But Seattle is really fantastic. They give up the fourth fewest 
uh, points to tight ends. So you want to have him on your bench. And same with Mike Glennon. You guys, pick him up. I am sorry. I don't know what else to tell you. His last three games, 18.92, 17.54, 15.2. Don't you wish your quarterback had those cons- consistent numbers? Hmm? Hmm? You know I'm talking <laughs> to you. I'm talking to you, Brady uh, owners. Stop yeah. it. Mike Glennon's actually really good, and I think that's going to be proven by the end of the season. However, my pick is the Seattle Seahawks because I'm not dumb. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, as far as who you're starting, you're starting the Seattle D, second-ranked defense. I mean, they've had double-digit points the last three weeks, and this week should be no different. So Tampa Bay gives it the 10th most points. So this is going to be another great week for the defense. Start them. Marshawn Lynch. Let's pretend last week didn't happen. Can we do that? Can we pretend yes. two points did not happen? Yes. Because Lynch is a beast and has the third-most fantasy points overall. So, I mean, you have to overlook last week, and you still have to start him. Plus, the Bucks have a mediocre rush attack, so Lynch should be just fine. Gut calls. <sighs> Russell Wilson. We talk about this every week. He is not a starter. Now, he is a gut check section because he is the 11th highest scoring quarterback thus far. And there are two quarterbacks on bye this week, which, you know, with more points than him. So, depending on the size of your league, he might actually move his way up into a must-start. So, keep that in mind. Uh, bench warmer, Zach Miller... Zach Miller isn't getting targeted much, and when Wilson is only throwing the ball 18 times a game, that doesn't increase Miller's odds to have a good game. So keep him on your bench. Uh, I'm going with the Seahawks again because I'm not stupid. Yep. Hmm. Especially yep. if they're at home. Yeah, at yeah. home, Seahawks always, always. Baltimore Ravens, the Cleveland Browns. You know, I got Ray Rice as a as a must start. He's had a few rough weeks before his bye, but I love running backs off a of bye. He says he's feeling really healthy and he's got his burst back, so I'm in. I like him. This is his last chance. This is his last chance. He and Trent Richardson. You've been served. You've been served. We're serving papers big time tonight. <laughs> Tori Smith had his feisty. last chance, and he's gone off the must start to gut calls. In week two, Smith put up 8.5 points against Cleveland. So if you have a wide receiver that can do better than that, I suggest playing him. Not in love with him. And they give up the seventh fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. Yeah, they do. Dallas Clark, I actually ranked him number eight, which means I think he might be a must start. But I'm putting him in gut check because he is Dallas Clark. That's just scary. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> Best analysis of the night. <laughs> um, but, you know, he might get a touchdown from Mr. Flacco. So I'm just saying six points is better than the Mr. Gonzalez has been getting you. Bench warmers is Flacco. As, again, as always, Eli Manning, Flacco, anyone, bench. But I'm picking the Baltimore Ravens because I just like them off a of bye. I do. I like them off a of bye. Courtney's bye roll. Well, with the Browns, I mean, Jordan Cameron, again, is a must-start. He's the sixth-highest-scoring tight end this week and is the second-highest-scoring tight end for the season. You know, and the Ravens have been having trouble stopping tight ends this year, so expect another good week from our beautiful, beautiful Jordan Cameron. Love him. Love him, yeah. Love him. Uh, Josh Gordon, you know, there was rumor that Gordon might get traded, but he's still a Brown people, and he should still be in your starting lineup. He scored 19 points, all stemming from one touchdown with 132 yards, so... This kid is good, and he's played pretty darn well considering he's played with three different quarterbacks this year. You know, it's hard to get a rhythm when you got three quarterbacks, so he's still a must-start for me. 
gut calls. Jason Campbell. So not a bad week for Campbell out of the gate. You know, he threw for two touchdowns at 293 yards and completed 22 of 36 passes. Okay, the last stat is nothing to get excited about. But in a week with a lot of quarterbacks on by, he's worth taking a look at. Believe it or not, he scored the 10th most fantasy points of all quarterbacks last week. Yeah, I thought in, he looked great. In his great. first week. So yeah, I think this week will be even better. Bench, Browns running backs. This is a very confusing crew. There's a new guy in every single week, it seems like. The only constant is, is Willis McGahee, and he is constantly disappointing you. So you shouldn't have any of these guys on your roster, let alone starting them. Uh, who am I picking on this one? I'm going to go with the Browns. The Browns. Very oh, interesting. Yeah. I like that. Brandon, who's your pick? Browns or Ravens? I want Ravens, but I don't like it. I know. I like Cleveland. Me mm. too. Pittsburgh Steelers at New England Patriots. Great. Steelers. Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Well, the Patriots are giving up the 13th most fantasy points to running backs. That's not fantastic, but they give up almost no points to wide receivers. And the Steelers wide receivers are kind of meh anyways. So he's a must start for sure. Look for a lot of work, hopefully a touchdown. Antonio Brown and Emmanuel Sanders. I'm putting them in gut calls. Man, I don't know. If you're in a PPR league, you need to start Antonio Brown. He's on track for 128 receptions this year. That's fabulous. Great. If you're in a standard league, though, it's been okay. It's just okay. I, you know, and it's not him, it's Ben, we'll get to that, but it's an issue. Emmanuel Sanders had a big week last week, so I put him in gut calls, because if you're in a desperate situation, you can hope he can repeat it. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. He's only scored over 10 points in two of his seven games. There it is. Respect the numbers. Um, Heath Miller, we ranked him 13. Meh. I think you can probably do better. Um... Ben Roethlisberger uh, is in on the bench. We ranked him number 16, and I'm telling you, with six teams on by, that means he would be 22 otherwise, literally. Um, he is the 28th-ranked quarterback if you look at the averages, average points per game. He's not doing well. He's, they've allowed the second fewest pan- fantasy points, the Patriots, so it's bad news. He shouldn't even be on your team. I don't understand. Um, also, Sean Squeezum, and I want to talk about this. So when, whenever you're drafting, and, I, and this is a fantasy football like, you know, methodology kind of conversation, but when you're drafting, kickers are the last pick, but that's not because uh, they're not worth anything. Look at who the top pick kickers are now, people. Please, go. They're actually scoring a lot of points. Same with defenses. You need to assess that. You need to look for Matt Prater, Guskowski, Crosby, Folk, Hauschka, Bailey, and Vinatieri. If any of those guys are available, pick them up. Sean Squeezum missed two 35-yard field goals last week. Two at 35 yeah. yards. It's so, rough. Pay attention, because that'll lose you a game. And and when you're talking about bad running backs and these, like, tough bye weeks, the kickers and the defense can make the difference. So on that note, I'm going to pick the Patriots. And I think Mike Tomlin is going to literally have an aneurysm. 
I'm into aneurysms tonight, and they're very sad. They're very sad <laughs> things. I don't mean to be joking about them. But literally, he's so upset. And he should be. And he should be. You know, it's funny, Brian, that you mentioned the kickers, because I had listed Steven Goskowski as my must-start, like I do be. every week, because, again, he's the MVP thus far of the year or the Patriots. I'm not, I'm not joking. <laughs> uh, but seriously, he is only five total points less than Tom Brady this season. That is no joke. Five points less, and that's a kicker. So, like Brian says, kickers can be important, and they can make the difference for you. And for the most part, kickers are pretty consistent. They're, it should be consistent points on your fantasy team. Like, you should have an idea every week about what you're going to get from your kicker. Have you seen Prater's so, numbers? Ridiculous. They're crazy. I know, like, Bailey got me 17 points last week. And I expect double digits from Bailey every single week. I depend on that. So do I. And I can't say the same for some of my running backs or wide receivers at this point. Nope. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Certainly not my tight ends. Good we spent Lord. so much time talking about, like, Emmanuel Sanders. But we don't talk about, like, the guy who's going to actually get you 10 points a game. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I, I have him listed as my must-up. Goskowski. I'm do it. Uh, now for the other very similar confusing name, Gronkowski. It's so weird how they're so similar, these names. But, you know, it's not time to hit the panic button yet. We know that you were all excited because he came out guns ablaze in his first week back with 11 points. And then he dropped a two-point game upon you in week two. So here's the deal. Stick with him. He's still working his kinks out. You know, the Steelers have held the tight ends the second fewest points. So to be honest with you, I don't really love that. But you held him to Gronk this whole time, and you're going to play with him. So let's be, let's be honest about that. So you're playing Gronk. Um, Steven Ridley, he had a decent game last week, scoring 13 points and one touchdown. You know, he had at least one touchdown in the last three games. So feel good about that moving forward with him. You know, and that was enough to make him the ninth highest scoring running back last week. So he's one of the few things in the Patriots team that you can feel good about. Him and the kicker. So, uh, <laughs> gut calls. I don't really have any gut calls. It's pretty simple. You're either playing them or you're not. That's the way the Patriots work. And as far as who you're not playing, Tom Brady. That's right. He got you a total of six points last week. And within the last four weeks, he's had a total of 31 points. To put that in perspective, Drew Brees scored 33 points last week. 33, and it has taken four weeks for Tom Brady to not even get that one total from Drew Brees. So, you know, I hope you're picking up what we're putting down here, and we are putting Tom Brady on our bench. That's what we're putting down. Tom Brady. So, with that said, I'm still going to the Patriots because they started their winning. You know, they win. They, they, they as win. a team, they win as, as fantasy potential. They're a nightmare. So yeah, it's so obnoxious. I dislike them greatly, but I too am going with the Patriots. Ugh. Indianapolis Colts at Houston Texans. Oh, Colts! I missed you, Andrew. I really missed you last week. <laughs> um, you know, he is up against the eighth most difficult defense in regards to quarterbacks, but. You know, I think he'll be able to you know, be up to the challenge. He's coming off a bye week, you know, against a struggling Texans D's, you know, Texans team in general. So I think he's going to be just fine this week. Um, gut calls, Trent Richardson, like Brian said, you've been served. You were on notice. I mean, you're in my gut calls, but you're on notice being the bench. So, and the I'm just reason- putting it out there. I'm going to trade him and Ryan Matthews in position. Yeah, I mean, the reason he's in my, he's you know, my gut check and not the bench is purely because of bye weeks. Exactly. That's purely the reason he's in my gut in my gut check. Um, you know, he has had a paltry eleven points combined in the last three weeks. Eleven points in three weeks. That is that's terrible. That isn't gonna cut it for you. So if you're gonna play him, think flex 
you know, unless you're really desperate in the RB2 position due to bye weeks, but, I mean, basically be pumped if it gets you more than five points. You have been warned. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, ranked number 16, you know, as you may know, Reggie Wayne was on IR. We didn't talk about it because they went on bye right when Reggie Wayne got hurt, but he is on IR, so, you know, what does that mean for you? Someone has to step up in, in his place, and that burden is going to fall on T.Y. Hilton. You know, he hasn't had the best few weeks, but hopefully with the bye and some extra time to work, you know, some magic with Andrew Luck, he'll be, you know, ready to fill some very large shoes of Reggie Wayne. Speaking of that, you know, Fleener has been very hot and cold this season, so we understand why you might be a little leery about this guy, hence why he's in the gut check. What you need to think about is, again, the fact that Reggie Wayne is hurt. So, you know, Andrew Luck needs to throw it to somebody, and Fleener had nine points the week before the bye, you know, when Reggie Wayne got hurt. So perhaps the tide is turning for Fleener. So I, I actually kind of like Fleener this week. Colts defense, you know, the Texans give the third most points to defenses this year. So now keep in mind that that was back when Matt, it was Matt Shubb show. Um, so who knows, you know, Case Keenum is allegedly getting the start, and he didn't look too bad. But, you know, whether it be Shaw or Keenum, you know, I think the Colts are still worth picking up. So bench, I don't have anybody in the bench. The Texans are just a straight-up nightmare right now. So I think there's hope for just about every Colt. As far as the Texans go, again, there's no must-starts for the Texans people. They had a bye week to hopefully figure out, you know, some of their issues, but only time will tell on that. As far as your gut checks, we're looking at Arian Foster. You know, this is a gut check because you aren't sure if he's going to be healthy or not. Yeah. So, I mean, his backup, I mean, obviously normally he's a must-star, but again, we're looking at a possibly not healthy situation. And Ben Tate is also beat up, you know, so if you're looking to handcuff, that's also not the best handcuff in the world because you're not even sure if Ben Tate's going to be playing. So it's hard to bench Foster unless you know that he won't play. And yes, he got you one point the last time you did play him, but he also got you 19 points the week prior to that when he was healthy. So... What my suggestion is, is to really check social media to see if he gives tips you off at all as to how he's actually doing. Because the issue is this is a late game, guys. So it's not like you can sit there and like wait it out and swap somebody in. So, I mean, you kind of need to make a decision. So I would say err on the safe side, but maybe check out social media to see if he's giving you any sort of hints as to whether or not he's going to be playing. Andre Johnson, you know, Kim has to throw to somebody. And surely he will, he will look at the vet on the team. Johnson's gotten you eight points in the last two weeks of his play. That isn't terrible. You know, and the Colts secondary is mediocre. So this is one position where you might see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. So if you are going to risk playing any Texans wide receiver, it should be Johnson. But again, a little dicey. It's, you know, with Keenum in the position. Bench, I've got Keenum. You know, the Colts defense is no joke. With a pretty beat-up backfield, they'll be forced to throw. So that just means interception on opportunities left and right for the Colts. So I would say keep this newbie on the bench till he's proven worthy of a start. I mean, the 13 points against the Chiefs does not warrant the kind of move into your lineup um, as far as starting him. So I'm going to go with the Colts on this one. As am I. I'm not. I'm going Houston. Oh, wow. I know. I'm mad. I'm still mad at the Colts. I'm just not, I don't like them anymore. That was a downer week. It was. I'm, it still, was. I'm still upset about it, so I'm, I'm benching them for a win this week. Although I'm probably going to be wrong. I am going to be wrong. Anyways, we've got the Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. I am excited for this game. And you should be. It's fantastic. 
No, it's, I don't know. Uh, Josh McCowan's going to be in for Jake Cutler. Uh, as some of you know, he had a groin issue, which will be tough for all that baby making that his yeah. wife's been talking about on social media. Maybe his so groin good. was strained from all the baby making attempts prior to the game. So oh. good. It's the first I thing str- I thought when he got injured. I was like, ooh. ooh. I bet I Kristen's going to be mad. Yeah, Kristen needs to give him a bye week here and there. Yeah, Lately, seriously. I've been so busy. I wish I've strained my groin, but I have not. <laughs> it's fully fine. No. Uh, so anyway, he's out. Josh McCowan's in. Josh McCowan's actually a pretty decent backup. I, I feel like things are going to be fine. And by things are fine, I mean Matt Forte is going to be balling. Yeah. He's awesome. Stop it. They need him to run the ball. They don't want to lean on Josh McCowan. They just want to win games. And winning games means Matt Forte you're welcome. What else does it mean? Brandon Marshall. He's their number one target. That's where they're going to go. Feel fine about starting Brandon Marshall. Got calls, though, would be like the Martellus Bennett ilk, mm-hmm. right? I mean, him and, and Alshon Jeffrey, I'm not quite sure how that's going to work out because they have a new quarterback, but I... I think they're going to probably be fine. They're pretty consistent, you guys, other than that one terrible, terrible game for Alshon Jeffrey. Um, bench warmers, Chicago defense, because they're playing Green Bay. And if you've seen Green Bay play this year, you don't want to start that defense, no matter who it is. I wouldn't even start Seattle's defense against Green Bay. Ooh. And for that, I am taking the Packers. Yeah, I mean, like you're saying, Brandon, Aaron Rodgers, we have him ranked number two on our quarterback list. I mean, he had another solid game, putting up 22 fantasy points with no interceptions and two touchdowns. So, again, no interception opportunities for the Bears. That's not looking great for their defense. Yeah, and, and they have a mediocre defense. So, Rodgers should have any issues scoring points. So, you don't bench the fifth highest scoring quarterback unless it's his bye week, period. You're playing Aaron Rodgers. Eddie Lacy, you know, we have him ranked number two in the running backs as well. You know, yeah, I love this guy. I mean, you got to love a man that's consistent. And he scored you double-digit fantasy points for the third week in a row. You know, was the sixth highest scoring running back last week with 16 points, and he scored a touchdown in the last two games. So that's exactly what you want to see start him with confidence. Jordy Nelson, woof, he blew up. He had a big, big game. He was the third highest scoring, you know, wide receiver last week with 24 points. He had two touchdowns, 123 yards off seven receptions. Those are the kind of numbers we are accustomed to seeing from him. You know, and the addition of Boykins isn't hurting Nelson. If anything, it's helping him because now the defenses have to think about more than just Jordy Nelson, which opens up his route. So should be another good week. Um, As far as Jarrett Boykin, we talked about him last week and how Rodgers loves this kid. He still does. No, he didn't have an enormous week, but he still got you eight points. That isn't too bad, especially considering the fact that Jordy Nelson went off. So, you know, the Bears have a middle-of-the-pack secondary, so Boykin should be able to break through this week with it for a touchdown. Like, Courtney, I'm going to predict it. I'm looking at my hand, and I see Boykin with a touchdown this week. Boykin with a touchdown. Boykin with a touchdown. I love it. Like, that calls James Jones. He didn't play against the Vikings and is questionable this week, and the Packers have Boykin and Nelson, so they might, you know, work him in slowly. You know, so which would not, obviously not result in a whole lot of points for you. So I guess I would just kind of say sit tight and watch to see what their plan is for Jones. Bench? There's no one. There's nobody, no obvious person upon the bench here. I think this is going to be a pretty good little matchup against the Bears. So my pick is the Packers. The Packers. I, too, am picking the Packers. Mm, I love me some Rodgers. 
Well, thank you, ladies. That's it. That's Monday Night Football for you. Should be good. I'm into it. This will be awesome. Make sure you guys set your lineups Thursday. Cincinnati Bengals and Miami Dolphins. Don't bother watching. We know what's going to happen. <laughs> but make sure to check us out on Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network and on HerFantasyFootball.com for our rankings, news, and much more. Chat us up on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. You can also go to Cover32.com to hear or to see our analysis. We love writing for those guys. And until next week, no more faking it. <laughs> <laughs>